the best of good people and welcome to Father Share, the podcast on fatherhood and 20 today. I'm your host, Fleming. And I'm Ms. Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we have a uh, today we have a very interesting guest. Um, my nephew, uh, as you all, I've talked about it. Um, a lot of times he started um, at a school called Freedom Home Academy in Chicago. And today we have the co-founder of that school, Mr. Marcus Klein. Great to be here. I really appreciate you having me, um, sharing my time with you and Asking questions that's probably, you know, been on your minds for maybe about a month, a month or two. Hopefully I'll be able to answer them. Hopefully I'll be an interesting guest. Um, Hopefully you will. Sure. I'm, I'm kind of banking on it sure. just off of your personality. But, you know, sure, 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 we shouldn't sure, have sure. a problem. We should I think it would be fine. I think it would be fine. I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting story from what it is that she shared with me. So I look forward to hearing it from your lips to my ears and from your lips to everyone else's ears is going to be listening to this episode. Good. So I, I guess appreciate the worst, you being here. I guess the worst kind of guest would be one who was aloof. I'm definitely not that. I'll there answer, you go. All, I'll answer all, your, all the questions <laughs> provided me. <laughs> that we do not have to worry about. Yep. So if you do not mind um, just formally introducing who you are. And- sure. Sure. Well, I'm Marcus Klein. I started, um, I started Frontline Magazine, which is actually the, the impetus of the school. I published a magazine for a little under 15 years called Frontline from 92 to around two, 2007. Uh, I had my son, well, my wife and I had a son um, and we had decided to homeschool. So after looking around Chicago for viable <laughs> homeschools home and, you know, viable public and private schools, we decided, you know, <laughs> that was pretty much non-existent based on what we what we had Your standards. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want to say that because you know I've I've said this you know quite a few times and the parents <laughs> in the Chicago community is kind of like, well, Baba, where did you go? Where would you look? Because this school was there, and when you say you didn't, you couldn't find anything viable, does, does that mean base your vibes was not a viable uh, uh, school at that time to you? And and to be honest, it wasn't. It wasn't Mm -hmm. because we looked there and we couldn't find something. So in 2008, we decided to develop a a curriculum for our son only, not with um, any futuristic thoughts of being an instructor for other children in mind. We just wanted to have it for our son. That was 2008, January. We started Um, uh, my wife. Of course, she 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 had more faith in that process than I did. Um, she created the name Freedom Home Academy mm-hmm. was her creation. Okay. Again, I thought I was going to be teaching one child. You know, mm-hmm. I was publishing a magazine, so I did that out of the house. Okay. So I played around with a program called the Glenn Doman Method. Glenn Doman was and is a neuroscientist uh, studying the, studied at Harvard and created a method for damaged children. It was a really? flash method, flash method. So I looked at that, studied it in intrinsic detail I did still didn't really believe it it was kind of far-fetched for me so 
again, my wife pushed me and said, no, you can, you can do this. And I did it, tried it out, played around with it. Um, one day I'm sitting up on the computer and I'm hearing my, my, my three-year-old say words that I just laid out for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm look, I literally, I looked back and, and told my son, Uncle Ben, say that again. What did you just say? So he read off four and five syllable words and was able mm-hmm. to spell, and was able to spell them. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. I called my wife who was working at the time, called her up and said, okay, I'm in. Because it mm-hmm. literally, it, it works. I told her literally it works. Right. I had a godson down the street. His name was Ross. Ross is now, um, what is he? Is he a junior? He's a junior at uh, University of Illinois. He was okay. my first student right in the okay. basement. Uh, my second student, um, Lahav. Lahav is now at Florida a and He's a pre-med student along nice. with my son. So that was my first three. Those are my three godchildren. We did it. My wife said, let's make it out of the business. We painted the basement in February of 08 mm-hmm. for a weekend and had make what seven students in the, within a week mm-hmm. S seven had mushroomed into a little under 25 by the summer and we were at man, i think maybe we had maybe 30 students in our house mm-hmm. by 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 christmas of that year wow moved on to a, a basement of the church um no i'm sorry we moved to a house another house we rented out a house on dante 8224 South Dante, rent the entire house up, three levels. And we did like maybe 60 students. Interesting okay. story with that. Had a pastor at the corner, comes by. He's six, seven, Pastor Ford. Love him to mm-hmm. this day. Came by, said, Yeah, Mr. Klein, I, I heard a lot about your school. Why don't you come down a couple of couple of feet to our church, around the corner? Say, why? He said, Well, I want you, I want you to rent the basement out for your school. So we did that for two years. That was Avalon Community Church on the corner okay. of 83rd and Dante. Right. Mm-hmm. We did that. Mm-hmm. Grew more. We kind of were bulging out at the seams. Then we moved to Roseland. We were on uh, 113th in Michigan. You know, mm-hmm. the hood, the block. That was the Wild Rose. We got a lot yeah. of notoriety. We got a lot of notoriety from that building because we actually start community work. You know, we were feeding the homeless. We had the students feeding the homeless at the time. You know, we were doing some community work, which actually That's I tough. learned a lot. It, it, it actually advanced the program uh, miraculously. It, it did. Mm-hmm. So we went from there. And then we went from um, Roseland to uh, 75th. We were behind the mosque, Mosque Marianne on 75th and, uh, and East End. We were there. So okay. we, uh, son was graduating from eighth grade. We looked around again. We did the trek. We went to, uh, what's the schools here? Lab. We visited Lab. Mm-hmm. We visited Whitney. We visited Lab. Mm-hmm. We did like seven visits on the way back. I've been asked me in the car, Abu, why don't you start your own high school? Mm-hmm. That, that was the fall of 2000. Well, that was the summer of 2016. So we started the high school fall of 2016 in Kruma okay. International Academy. Uh, he was the first student. And then we, okay. we, 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 I think we, we graduated maybe 25 since then. Um, four okay. ride scholarships for all. Um, we got an MIT. We got a, we just graduated a, we just graduated MIT who, who, who is going to the University of Limerick in Ireland mm-hmm. tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, okay. So 
So we, we have a we have we have a nice we have a nice alumni, you know, just to satisfy. Yes, you do. Just to satisfy yes, those do. those parents who who right, are, right, who are right. they still aren't believers. Who, who like them they? They still, like right. still, still haven't they still haven't haven't um you know caught the caught the wave yet. You know, and that's understandable. Okay. You know, it's very untraditional. You know, when's the last time you paid tuition to a black male? Right. Doesn't happen. It, it never doesn't right. happen. So no. it's very no. so yeah. so it's very untraditional. Um, we started okay. the we started the preschool in 2011, school of literacy, because we saw the need for children coming out of daycare centers unequipped. Sure. You know, the, the sure. Reading levels were abysmal. Um, mm-hmm. Test scores were just as bad in math and and and, and frankly every other subject. So we started that. Right. Um, I had a son, 2017 April. Mm-hmm. Uh, needed somewhere to put him, so we right. started the daycare. We started the daycare, which was the nursery school. We started that in 2000. Oh, wait, y'all do diapers now? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, well interestingly <laughs> enough, we did. Interestingly <laughs> enough, I don't know if you remember Asit. Asit was. He was my fifth student, but he was he was he was two. He couldn't talk yet. So when I was in the basement, when I was teaching all the classes at first, before I hired any instructors, I taught everything. Mm-hmm. So he was in my okay. arms. And I gave I gave this little um, dissertation at the graduation when he graduated this June. He was two mm-hmm. years old in my arm in 2008. Wow. So I was actually writing on the board, holding him. Right. So him right. and my son, Aqua Ben, had a, had a pretty close relationship. Uh, he graduated. He's, he's heading off to the University of Illinois in Carbondale uh, in two okay. weeks. So that that was the journey in a nutshell. That was a very okay. <laughs> shortened and condensed version. But, it is. you know, we, we've been through every trial and every tribulation you can think of, literally. So when, when, when we when we have discussions about mainstays and. Uh, continuity and consistency, you know, mm-hmm. we're still here. Good. Yeah. 2008, Good. we're still here. So, Good. you know, of course, that well, doesn't I thank come. You. I yeah. thank you for being there. I appreciate <laughs> it. We, we, all, we all appreciate it because at the end of it all, you know, the children, is, and it's That's twofold. It. It's twofold. Right. You know, when they right. don't do well coming out of freedom, we get that. Mm-hmm. And then when they do exceptionally well, you know, we get that. We get, we that. get that too. Right. So right. we have to. Right. We have to be very scientific on how we deal with the negative publicity. So we have that as well. Sure. We're not. Sure. Um, uh, not exempt. No. no that's absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. But yeah. but one thing's for one thing's for certain. Mm-hmm. There will not be a student that came out of Freedom Home Academy ill prepared academically. No, it that, won't. Now the administrative. No, it won't. And, and this is what no, I tell parents: the administrative piece. You know, sometimes we drop the football. We drop the football administratively, <laughs> but you know, we, we <laughs> when, when you when, when you meet a when you meet a FHA student, he knows culture. He knows how to read. And he knows right. mathematics. Those, gotcha. Baby, they're some of the most talkative children you will ever meet in your entire. We, so, we yeah. will talk about that a little bit later. Yes. Yes. Like that epic field trip I went on. I was just like, oh my God, I'm never coming. I ain't never going on two field trips. And I was just like. I think you told me that too. Didn't you tell me I that? I was just like, yes. Because yeah. I was just like, can they stop talking to me? Like, I don't understand. They was like, Miss Shabon. They was like, Miss Shabon. Right. 
that. We just met. I'm like, yo, y'all just talk all. And your nephew. We'll talk to each other. And your nephew was riding. Your nephew was riding the mix with it. He was, and I will say that it was. um, Your school was extremely different. Yeah. Um, Of course, what my dad loved about it was that it was all male teachers. Right. My dad absolutely, he was just like, he was completely sold. Mm -hmm. You know, he had to be the number one grandfather because he was like, absolutely, this is where my grandson is going. And he came and picked, he came and picked his grandson up every day. Every day. (laughs) Every day. They would send notes home. We did not get those notes. And because that we're going to go over, um, because... Uh, the meal plan. They are, it's vegan. When you don't understand what that means, um, we were literally sent him with food. He will literally come back with everything that we sent him. And we're just like, we don't understand what we're doing wrong. He was like, well, we sent you home a grocery list. Who did you send it with? Oh, we gave it to your dad. Yeah, it's in my dad's folder. Like, just sit there. And I'm like, Daddy, you do know he's not eating. Or he's, he's not because you're not giving. He was like, well, I mean, it's vegan. This was, this had to be, for us at that point, vegan was only like maybe whole food. And we really still didn't understand exactly what that meant. Right. Um, why do you all have that as... A requirement. Okay. For each student. Okay. So so then in two, so then in two thousand and fourteen and thirteen, you know, we weren't we weren't informing the parents verbally. We had in the paperwork, but we weren't informing the parents of the necessity of not eating mm-hmm. meat and not eating foods that are uh, laced with sugar, um, and now with milk and salt. And correlating that with the high rate of diabetes amongst our children now, you know, uh, even at nine and 10, they're developing diabetes. Mm-hmm. So, so what we're yeah. able to do was um, currently we have a we have a health class that deals with um, nutrition and how to cook. So the students are in the kitchen um, at the school now and they're, they're preparing food. Because well, I'm glad. I guess we were y'all test dummies then, because the way y'all used to send their food home, it was just absolutely disrespectful. Or <laughs> you know, or cook. And my nephew was like, "Is that vegan? That's dairy. I can't eat right. dairy. Or that's sugar. I can't." Right. Like yo, Baba Marcus said, "I can't have that." Baba, you know what? Yeah. Go live with them because at this point, <laughs> yeah. I can't do you. That happens a lot. Like literally, I cannot do you. He's just saying, I can't eat that. You know, that's not good for us. We can't eat that. Yep. And it's just like, mm-hmm. when you have a five-year-old, literally, I mean, they're already picky eaters, but to say he's a picker eater, he's eating like broccoli and um, white broccoli, which was cauliflower. Mm-hmm. That was just, like seaweed chips, the most disgusting things right. ever. Hey, 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 hey. Seaweed chips no. are joint, though. Chips, right, yeah. Now the kale chips, Yes. Seaweed chips is on point. But you know what? Like I'm a, I'm a big sushi fan, so oh yeah, like, you like sushi. Anything, yeah, 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 yeah. So you yeah. know that was seaweed was nothing. Like you know, yeah. you get the actual whole sheet, you know, and just that was that was my snack. Yeah, seaweed, Sitting there seaweed watching seaweed cartoons. Chips. Yeah, yeah, seaweed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, the diet the, yeah. the diet is is one of the is one of the tenets of the school that you know sometimes parents. They stop at when I do walkthroughs. They stop and they're like, "Wait a minute, you know, you what? Mm-hmm. 
You know, my son, my daughter eats meat, they hide meat eaters. That's fine. But from nine to three in the right. building, you know, they won't. You're not. No, they, they won't. Yeah. No. But yeah. it's crazy because even we were technically meat eaters before mm-hmm. then, but after he literally started because of his diet he literally changed our whole family right. the way our whole family ate right. like literally changed our the way our whole we couldn't do dairy anyway because he was allergic right. but to say he literally like because of you all literally our whole family the way we ate completely changed so so that that should be that should be another 15 maybe maybe 15 20 minutes because um, maybe not now, but maybe we can segue into that. The science, Absolutely. the science behind, you know, the children advancing the parents because we're used, mm-hmm. you know, parents mm-hmm. obviously advancing the children. But when the children come home, and not just with with the diet, when they come home, talking about, you know, today's Marcus Garvey's birthday, you know, August. Mm-hmm. So, so when they come home and they 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 come and start reminding parents, now the parents, okay, well, if I want to. If I want to show full cooperation with my child, I may have to read a little bit because my son tell me about these these African heroes. I don't know half of them, you know. So now I'm going to buy books. But those are the those are the, the students, and, and I'm I'm interject by saying this as well. There are students who do okay at Freedom, and those students who do okay, they move on to public school and other types of environments, and they're top of their class. And then there's there's mm-hmm. students who do um, exceptionally well, but those students who do exceptionally well, it doesn't necessarily mean that they stay. We have a very high turnover. So now when the student and it's a it's a double edged sword for us. So those students who do exceptionally well, now there's now the parents sometimes they're like, okay, well wow, he's he's doing really well. Now if he's doing this well here, why don't we take him over to mm-hmm. that school? Right. But now I have the prestige and I can tell my friends, my son goes to whatever prestigious school. I don't even want to mention anything. Right. But you know, right. 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 So now they leave and then some of them tell me before they go about Marcus, I got him tested. He tests extremely high. I mean, I've, I've, I, I hear this at least 10 times a year. Test extremely high. Um, We're going to go ahead and move him. I mean, that's cool because what that does for us as a unit, we go back to the lab. That's why I'm here now. I spent 16, 16 hours the last two days developing a new curriculum for first graders in pre-medicine. Because there's not a school on the planet that teaches a pre-med program in the first grade. There's not. We did our research. So what does that mean? Can we just talk about that though? Okay. Like, like, like yeah, please, yeah. Go ahead and expand on that. Like, seriously. Okay. So, so, so what we did was. So I will just say this. So when my nephew came there, um, he was technically supposed to be in the first grade. Mm. He went, I think he started in the summer and you had a meeting and you were just like, yeah, he's not ready. And you sent him to the school of literacy. And I was just like, I was really offended. Like, right. what do you mean he is ready? Like, he's ready for this curriculum. He can do this school thing. And understanding when he did go to the school of literacy, um, he wasn't ready. He was not equipped in the way that he needed to be. Yeah. Um, 
he was definitely he had the determination and stuff like that but just the confidence and then just to understand the foundation part it was kind of there but not in the way in which for that particular for this particular program in which he needed to be so at first i will say that you know we were a little offended that you know he had to get sent back but to say that he literally only got sent back i think he got september by january he was back at the big school because he was you know but then he felt a little time i don't want to go to the big it didn't take him long though right but then he was like well i don't want to go to the big school because it's the big kids in there and he was like i like being at the other school because it's the little kids (laughs) i'm okay with that but in understanding at every point it was not only was it a challenge, but even if it was a challenge for him, he not only met it, he exceeded. He did. He did. Chris, Chris was a, Chris was a good student, and and the thing about Chris was he was he was quiet. He was quiet in the classroom, but he was an assassin. So I wanted to teach him how to continually how to attack, because oftentimes in the classroom. You know, we have to be aggressive, right? Because we're being faced with, you know, so many outside forces. And once we get in the classroom, sometimes we have to have to open up, right? So I teach the shorties who are kind of, um, I don't want to say demure, but, you know, pretty quiet. But he wasn't demure because, you know, outside the classroom, you know, he was... He was just like every other child, you know what I'm saying? But but oftentimes when those girls excel faster than the boys in the class, the, the boys kind of, you know, put their head down, you know, because the girls often are the ones who excel. So my job is to, man, come to the front, little brother. They're like, what? Oh, man, first day, come to the front, you know? So I want to get that out in the open, you know? And it's the science of the classroom, too. You know, those corner, those corner spots with those desks, those corner spots, uh, always are allotted to the students who excel. Those constant, my leadership always are in the corners, always. Because whenever the students look around, I want those students to be the anchors. So when the new students come in, they, they want to start playing around and getting silly, look at them anchors. They looking around like, man, so they actually doing work in here. <laughs> right. So we, we put them in scientific. So the school of literacy, come here real quick. So the school of literacy, what we do is, it's um, of course. Say hi. Hello. Hello. You want to introduce yourself? What's your name, brother? Ola Klein. Look in the camera, man. Why you, why you looking over there? Are you acting shy now? Okay. Yeah. So right. So this this is my five. You put them on the spot. <laughs> this is my five year old. Right. So these are the vocabulary where he's in school literacy. Right. So he's a school. Okay. Literacy. He's moving. So we have two groups. We have an advanced group, which is the Garvey group. And then we have the EWA. EWA's group that comes in just being able to write, you know, um, um, the mechanics aren't really there, but they have an opportunity to move up. And then that Garvey group is getting ready for the first grade. Right. So he's five. The classrooms aren't based on age. They're totally based on ability. So mm-hmm. I have a five year old. Kudos to that. I do appreciate yeah, that. Because we have right. to start. And you know what? In, in any school, and I, I can say this unadulter- unadulterated, any school that doesn't assess your child, you shouldn't be there. Because here's what happens. If your son 
let's say Ben, you working with your son at home, right? Over the summer. And you say, I'm timetables. I'm going to get my son to do timetables, right? If he's six, they're not doing timetables in the first grade. They're not doing timetables to the third. Right. So you mean to tell me my son is going to wait two years and be in a classroom where they're doing drawing and tracing numbers. We can do timetables. Now, what happens to his ability to do timetables? He forgets them. So, mm-hmm. so by the time he's in the third grade, he's not he got to start all over. That's why right. assessments right. are key. You have to be able to assess, right? So we assess when they come in. So they have the same classes as all the other students. We just scale it down. Like I said before, instead of them reading, and they read Invisible Man by Ralph Everson. So when they read Invisible Man, they read paragraphs. Other older students, they read the entire book. So we just break it down to paragraphs. So this is week five, the vocabulary words. Do a couple of them. You know any of those? Um, Go on over there so they can see you. Adjoined, narrow, adept, ap- aptitude, mm-hmm. paragon, deft, preeminent. Okay, that's free. What's EM? Preem. Mm-hmm. Preeminent. Good. Expertise. Okay, that's a swat sound, so that's ease. Expertise. Expertise. Let's do a hard one. Go like that one. Sister. Sister. <laughs> Alfie. Mm-hmm. It's sister. So, sister. That was good. Sister. Okay, good job. Yeah, you finished your work. You can bounce. Good job. Great job. Yeah. Awesome job, man. Awesome <laughs> Thank job. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. So, so that's the school of literacy. So they're doing that. Of course, you know, the math. Um, he's not on his timetables yet. I don't really, I don't really want to rush him. <clears throat> that math was kind of tricky because if, if they don't have the foundation, I mean, you could teach them division, but they don't really have an understanding of division until they go through the process of math, adding, subtracting, multiplying, you know, things of that nature. But um, the science is the same. They still do. This is the book that they're working out of. Anatomy and physiology. We just we just broke it down, you know. Those are those are gonna be the vocabulary words for that first week. Yeah. And then they have they have an English class too. So the English they do at level words. At level. These are these are SATs. So they, so that English class they do um the cut they spell red, blue, black, like that. So so it starts to come together because if you start them off with the larger words, um, three, four syllable words, sometimes they don't know how to spell orange. <laughs> they know how to spell adroit. <laughs> right. And aptitude. <laughs> <laughs> and aptitude but, you know, <laughs> but red, orange is confusing orange, every you know. time. <laughs> Right. I get hung up on, uh, you know, right at the G, right at the G. Right, 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 right. Just, right. Is it Don't sound like it should be there. Right. right. Okay. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But um, school literacy, oh, actually, actually, from a business standpoint, school literacy is is a, is a constant. Like that's how I pay my bills. 
I pay my bills okay. to school lives. Everything else, the freedom, the high school, you know, maybe the nursery now, the nursery. Because parents are used to paying tuition at that for the age. Parents are used right. to, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's the tuition age, the traditional tuition age. When you start getting to like seven and eight, you know, those parents are really interested. So when I get them in the fourth and fifth, they've had problems already. You know, mm-hmm. you know they, yeah. they bring them to me okay. uh, when they're fourth, fifth, you know, sometimes sixth grade, they've had issues, you know. So uh, bring them to me, they're looking for um, aid and assistance, especially the boys. Right. Right. So will you... Just a quick question, and we actually got to wrap this up, but when you get them when they're older like that, how do they adapt then to this curriculum? Because then this is completely it different. Is. It is. It is. Than what they've ever It is. So seen. look, <laughs> if I get winded, you know, give me the sign. This, this, this is the most challenging part of what I do. When they come in after the sixth grade, I immediately have to set the tone. And it kind of depends. It kind of depends on the student. But as of late, I've been getting young men who are on the cusp of being medicated, right? So they've had some issues mm-hmm. at their other school. I mean, they, they quick to medicate us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially the boys. Real quick. Because real quick. Yeah. If those white yeah. instructors who come from the suburbs, you know, they're doing a three years in inner city. So when they come from the suburbs and, and go to the inner city schools and the young brother, you know, he, he aggressive, he a young man, you know, he, he about to be leadership in the community, but sometimes he bucking up. They like, Oh, I ain't dealing with this. I'm writing him up two weeks later. You no, know, you get a psyche valve and he on meds, you know, just like that. Like literally right. just like that. So mm-hmm. when they come into the school, that age group, 12, 13, I have to get them to buy in. They got to buy in. And I'm going to do whatever it takes for them to buy in because they're already coming into a situation that they probably didn't want to be in. And two, it doesn't look like the building that they already just left. Right. That they used to see. And it's smaller. Right. And it's me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, man, it's job one now. I'm, I'm going to work. I'm like, okay, bro, sit down with me. This is what I'm not going to have. Public school, public school. Teachers cannot put their hands on you. This is not a public school. I do that, right? Off the top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I Look, look. I got two little brothers right now from 63rd. They live on 63rd and Ingleside. So you already know what it is. And I'm telling them off the top. And when they go to class, when they, when they go to the classroom, the other students, man, you know, by Marcus, he put his hands on you. Oh, he ain't gonna do nothing to me. I have no problems. Right. I haven't been tested since the basement, to be honest. I, okay. Yeah, no, well, that's because you you do have that certain presence about Just you. Just on how I move, like, like, you know, I'm not I'm not the yeah. traditional man. I would grab you up quick and call your dad. <laughs> and get your dad on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so as I'm grabbing you up. So really right, when they right. come in, they gotta buy in. And it depends on the child. Like if I got a child who's not he's not on that, I'm not even coming like that. You know what I'm saying? And I got some that's not even on that. You know, they want to be there. You know, their cousins are there. So it's cool. I'm coming in different. 
Yeah, what, what you like? What you like, little brother? Oh, I like video games. Oh, yeah, okay. So what about Minecraft and all? So I'm trying to reach him because if I can find out what he likes, I can get him motivated. Because when they right. get sixth grade, right. motivation is about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Time. So, so it's, it's a science to it. It's a science to it. You got to judge, boom, boom. I can't grab a shorty up if he haven't, if he had an abusive dad. So all the children don't get the same blanket. We got to be very scientific, knowing the history of the child and all that. But I want to say this. When I get them and they're sixth grade, seventh grade, and then I tell them, look, brother, if you don't do well, I'm going to put you in. I got to put you in another class. You mean a class with the little children? But I got to. If you keep failing these vocabulary tests, nine times out of ten, he getting on it. Now, if they got one person out of 10, we got to try something different. You know what I mean? But we're, we're not us, but the others are so quick. Man, count this dude out, man. Man, get him out of here, man. Get, right. Give him suspension. And, and, and that's twofold. Need to suspend him because the t- he's going to bring the test scores down. If my test scores down, I don't get that money. So what they do, right, right. they got a special ed, special ed, you get $1,700 per special ed. So the little brother who playing around in the class because he's bored. Oh, no problem. Let me going to put you in a special, special ed group. They get $1,700 ahead anyway. And our test score is going to stay up. So they got something for us. <laughs> so so right. you thinking your son is going to excel and he could be super sharp, too, because I've seen him. I'm going to tell you this quick story real quick. We had a brother ask Chris when you talk to him, ask him, does he remember CJ? CJ was bigger than me. CJ, you probably seen him. CJ was he was he was 11, right? 6'1, 275. Solid, bro. Uh, yes. Okay, his, yeah, I do remember. Geez. Yeah, I do remember him because I thought he was right. a grown his man. Father, <laughs> his father is a lieutenant of police department. He's a cop. He's 6'5", like 3'10", solid, right? Big dude. Came to me. Bob, I heard what you can do. My son is 11. He's reading on the first grade level. The Catholic school that they had him at, brother. Listen, I'm not a crier, man. I'm not. But I had to step out, man. Me and Baba Phillip, my right hand, we had to step out, man. I was mm-hmm. brought to tears. They set this brother in the classroom with his back to the entire class Mm-mm. every day for three years I'm he was humiliated they laughed at him the instructors oh brother look he the, the father told me I'm gonna bring him to you but I want you to do me one favor I want you to go to the school I want you to go up there talk to the principal see if you can sit in this class me and me and Philip sat in that class and watch how they did this brother man I said, man, look, I got him. He was big. The Pittsburgh Pirates was looking at him. He now is in a farm system. That's why his father, his father really wasn't sweating it. And that was his fault. His father really wasn't sweating academics because he was so good in baseball. Right. But it got to be too late. It was too late. So now he's 11 going on 12. He was in the classroom with first graders. I told his dad, look, this is what we're going to do. No foreign language. All we're going to do is math and reading all day. 
And then we was going from nine to six. We nine and three now. He was there. He was yeah. there all the way to six o'clock every day. Two years. We had him for two. No, we had him for three years. We got him ready for Mount Carmel. He finished that Mount Carmel. Dean's list. You know what I'm saying? Rocked it. But bro, look, it was what they do to our boys, man. <laughs> he said, he said, Bob Marks, you know, they called me a nigga so much, I thought it was cool. Mm. White teams called him a nigga. Yeah. Oh, you black. He was really, you know, he was dark, yeah. dark skinned, chocolate little brother, right? Well, not little brother. Right. <laughs> Dude, mm. twice my twice my size. Never gave me no problems. You know what I'm saying? So I say that to say we all have those children have different needs, right? And it takes someone right. to actually give a fuck. You gotta care, man. That part. You that gotta part. care. So if you're talking about uh 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 about Marcus, you know, you ain't gave me a raise in uh in a year. I don't think I can do this. You don't need to be here then. You don't need to be here then. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Hey, I get rid of instructed. Right, right. Look, bro. I get rid of instructed today. If you on that, if you focus on that instead of man, how you how you gonna get little brother off the, off of this F? If you more focus on how much bread I'm giving, man, you need to go ahead and pack it up. <laughs> because really, the only and 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 this. This, this is the guy said true. It's not instructed in that building, except my mirror, that I won't tell tomorrow, man, you got to bounce. I was getting, I was stepping that class. You know what I'm saying? Because it's certain things that I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to allow certain right. things to go down. I don't care what you got the title with. I, told, I got two PhDs. I got a retired judge. You know, you, you say you're going to do what now? Oh no! Nah. <laughs> look, check this out. <laughs> you can go ahead. No, nah. because uh, the priority funny. always has to be the children. We are joking That's around right. sometimes. It's, it's contrite because we say it so much. But if the bottom line ain't that, that's why I do it. So right. if I'm the leader of the school and I'm doing it because of that, and you doing it because yeah, you know, Bob Marcus gave me a fifty cent rate. What? And they talk about Bob Marks, you a tyrant at the school. People scared to say, look, you ain't got to be scared. That's just like any other job. You're not going to come to your boss on some nonsense, no matter where you at. You got to be up here because I'm up here. I'm not late. I'm five minutes early. So if you come in at nine o'clock, your class start at nine, you late, sis. Sis, you late. If you don't want to learn, oh, he's a tyrant, man. Look, but operating the school, man, you know, I see why it's only about five of us in the country. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I see, I see, but listen, it's five, but I know all of them, <laughs> I know all five. Now, if it's a couple more, I'm sorry I missed y'all, but the five that I know, we, we tell the same stories. Yeah, by Marcus, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be late this month. You know, would you would you tell uh Mr. Silverstein, the 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 principal at your at your last school that you're gonna be thirty days late with tuition? Hell no, mm -hmm. you ain't telling them that. Come on, nah, nah, you tell right, me that though. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna be late. Uh, I'm gonna give you half this. I'm gonna have to give you half this. 
I'm going to get A-Ball Mars. I'm going to get, and plus, you know, everybody, they, they concerned with what I'm wearing. My ball Mars got a new car. So I'm, all the money I'm giving him, he, girl, if you don't get out of here paying that $5 a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, but you know, overall, man, you know, overall, literally, I wouldn't be doing anything else. I love what I do, and that's it. And that's and that's the thing. And that's the thing. When you love what you do, then it's not it's not no, work. It, it just truly becomes your no, passion, you know. And that's and that's what it sounds like. Like this is yeah, for you. It. This is the point point where it is. We we get you to give your final thought, but I want your final thought to be strictly for. Mm-hmm. Parents, because I feel like that's that that's who needs okay. to hear it. Most Good. important, yeah. So, your final thought? I believe that we, as Africans here in America, we must take a very serious look at how and where our children are being educated. If it's not me, we need to choose a location that is culturally culturally healthy for our children as well as a, a program that it has academic rigor, right? We need to focus back. We used to be on that page then. We need to get back on that academic rigor and cultural awareness, knowing who you are relative to those others on the planet. That, if, if it's anything that I projected in this interview, I want to be very clear, get more serious about the culture in the classroom relative to who we are as African children and who they are as African African children and academic fervor. The rigor of academics, key. How do we know that? Well, it's easy to figure that out. First, you have to start with where you want your children to be. That's number one. What do I want out of my child, right? Once you figure that out, then you start getting materials. We're on the the phones all the time anyway. Let's start doing some productive research. Let's find out programs that we can get our children in, enrichment programs outside of school, get our children in that so we can start directing them into some things that we want them to be, fields and careers that we want them to endeavor in. Um, but, But other than that, you know, that's it. They don't have to come to me. You know, I'm not I'm not the end all be all. But I do believe I mean, you know, I'm not humble either. But I do believe that we, no, we have not. the best. No, you're not. <laughs> we have, well, you, if you look up humble, you wouldn't want to be that either. But but I do believe wholeheartedly that our program, our program is very effective. You know, I, I think the program is very effective it as relates to reading, math, you know, of course, sciences and, and culture. You very effective, even our online program. Um, but those are my final thoughts. I think I think th- those things should okay. be. Uh, I appreciate pinpointed in, into all and, and aunties and uncles as well. You know, you ain't got to have children. You know, aunties, uncles. You know, grandparents. You know, we all need to we all needed to step up because we last, bro. We last in reading. We last in math. Oh, it's abysmal. So we need to make a change. We definitely need to make a change. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate that. Ms. Vaughn, 
I'm not coming after that. Nah, you got to. You got. You got to because you, you brought Marcus here. Yeah, no, because you brought Marcus here. So and you know how and you know how I'm coming up. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Let you me know what it. you got for us. You know the the joy of what we do here, Father Should is I love it when we get when we have conversations like this because this is the reason because I feel enlightened I walk away from I'm I'm thank you is all I'm gonna say thank That's you my brother final thought. thank you thank you because I'm walking thank away you. from this con I'm walking away from this thank conversation you. with with definitely feeling it was no vegetarian <laughs> stuff tonight you gave me meat tonight you got some meat you got some meat Thank you for listening to this week's show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Father Should Pod. You can also visit our website at www.fathershould.org.